can settle this like reasonable and sexy teenagers. Whoever can swallow the most Tylenol PM. Why is it cut off before when? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I like Whoever can though. swallow. Yeah. <laughs> whoever can swallow. Like, it if it's going to cut off, it should have just cut off at whoever can swallow. All right. So. Who wants the intro? Yeah. Who wants the intro? I'll intro us in. I'll go first. Kern goes second. Desmond goes third. There you go. Roger, Roger. All right. Welcome to the Nerdtastic 4 Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Kern. And I'm Desmond. And it's the boys. The boys Just are back boys. in town. You know what that means, The boys are back in town. The boys are back Ro in town. <laughs> Rose is busy doing her uh, cosplaying, costuming, sewing, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. She's doing or she's an alcoholic stuff. and she's hiding it from us. We're uh, not really sure. Right. Kern doesn't hide it. He's drinking right now. Yeah, I am. You, you can always hear some of us drinking. In fact, I should run downstairs to get a drink, but I'm not. So maybe I'll text my wife and see if she'll bring me one while we're recording the podcast. Let's Come on, awesome. little bartender. I know you guys have your own uh, your own little news thingies that you were talking about. Your own your own little thingies that you want to talk about. I have a very tiny bit of news, and it's not even really news. There's going to be a Pokemon Direct tomorrow. Oh, yes. There is seven What's odd now. to me is that the E3 is next week. So why would they have a Direct that has anything to do with Pokemon? A Nintendo Direct for Pokemon a week before E3. Because Nintendo. I could, Because Nintendo. People are assuming it's going to be uh, a Switch Pokemon game. Oh, you think? I... <laughs> You think it might be the, the, the one Pokemon that Snap po 2? Po Pokemon Snap 2. No, Pokemon Stars is the rumored one that's like the third um, Gen 7 game. So there's Pokemon Sun and Moon on the 3DS, and this might be Pokemon Stars. Um, more than likely, it's going to be an update about their new phone app, Magic Carp Jump. Magic Carp Jump. <laughs> or whatever it's called. <laughs> it looks like garbage, but apparently, oh. apparently people are having fun with it. Um... But yeah, there's a six-minute Pokemon Direct for some reason tomorrow, so that's weird. That's all my news. I have no other news. Oh, I have something to say to that. Okay, go ahead. What the fuck's that you have to do with anything? <laughs> we have sound drop. We have a soundboard now. Yeah, we have a soundboard and uh, Google Play. There goes our PG rating. Yeah, well, it probably will. I got one here. Let's just go ahead and get it. Uh, spoiler alert, kids leave the room because now we're about to learn, earn our explicit rating. I can blow. Oh, oh, you ready to blow? Yeah, I'm ready to blow. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. So that's what you're in for is uh, apparently just a, a whole bunch of uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And Chris Hansen. I love so this Des episode will be a little bit of experimentation with the soundboard. Yeah, Desmond found the soundboard button. Yeah, yeah. it'll be fully implemented in a future episode. In the future. Anyway. What news do you have, Kern? Uh, the only thing that I have is uh, we know that... Uh, Netflix is going to have a Punisher coming out. Uh, they mm -hmm. announced that in April. And uh, But in news, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. Derbla Walsh? That can't doing... be a name. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it, I don't know. Look it up. Anyway, Walsh is the last name. Uh, okay, Walsh. John Walsh. <laughs> he was doing an interview. <laughs> yeah. He was doing an interview, and, and this is what he says. I'm going to read the quote. Uh, I've directed one other time, uh, you know, he's talking about when he's directed one other time that hasn't been aired yet, which was an episode from the new Marvel series, the Punisher Punisher, which I did just before Christmas, but it's not airing until November. 
I directed that in New York and edited it in L.A., but that was my first directing experience in lovely Canada. So he says it's not airing until November. Is that a slip that that's when we can expect Punisher to come out on Netflix? Is it November no, this year? I think they announced that already. That I, it's coming. I know it's coming, but I think that might be a leak. But that sounds right. I think uh, November yeah. 2015 was when Jessica Jones came out, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, they, they say that, that right? nobody's confirming anything about that. Uh, so they don't know if that was a slip that he wasn't supposed to say or what. But anyway. Anyway, I'm ready for more Punisher. I don't give a shit. Right, yeah. yeah Punisher should be interesting. Punisher um, should be great. I wish Ghost Rider hadn't been wasted on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Maybe we can get the real Ghost, uh, Ghost Fink Ghostbuster. Right. God. Yeah, but, you know, right. I just hope they don't go too far back into his backstory because we already kind of got his backstory from uh, Daredevil. So, Well, I'm sure they will, but I mean. Yeah, I just hope they don't go too deep. I mean. Maybe yeah, right. maybe maybe some of the stuff before his family got slaughtered a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It'll yeah, just be but, like flashbacks, like right. while he's wounded, putting himself back together. That's almost standard, obligatory. You have to do right. Yeah, right now the only official information is that it's this year. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be October, November. And, and yeah, Jessica Jessica Jones was November 2015. So yeah, and this was this was as of this last Friday, uh, June 2nd. So it's pretty recent as far as when this came out. So I don't know if, like I said, I don't know how true that is or whatever. If it was, if it was just a slip or whatever, but right. yeah. And he should be in uh, Defenders in September, right? Just, isn't he part of the Defenders? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. I mean, I would. I, I, I feel like after Defenders, we'll probably know more of the timeline of when the Punisher's series is going to take place. And we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. I have mm-hmm. no news this week. All my news would be science news. Uh, Juno is doing things in Jupiter. And uh, MIT made some breakthroughs in quantum computing technology that Mm. might lead to Mm. mass production. That's it. But nothing to report. And I have a a quick bit of personal news. I started watching a little television program called The Flash. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Oh, oh my God. God. No. I'm trying to get you to watch that forever, man. The Flash is fantastic television. I it love makes it. Me, it makes me want to watch Arrow eventually. No. no, no. <laughs> I'm going to watch. I'm definitely going to watch Supergirl eventually. But no, I think The Flash is awesome. Now, no, it's good. I like it. Captain Cold. Fantastic. Whenever. Uh, and I'm only. I think I've watched episode eight. So, like, whenever the arrows, like, training flash, he shoots them to the back with those arrows. Hilarious. Right. I laughed hard enough I got a bloody nose. So, I'm like, this is a good show. Have you watched The Handmaid's Tale? I have not watched The Handmaid's Tale. Watch that instead. (laughs) Desmond, Desmond Resistance is futile. I also started watching Riverdale. And it's horrible. I thought Riverdale was awesome, too. It's because as I'm watching it, I'm like... Oh, is that Archie? It is Archie. Is that Betty? It is Betty. No shit. It's Archie coming. <laughs> is that Veronica? It is Veronica. It's... <laughs> I want to wrestle you so freaking bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Is that Jughead? It is Jughead. He's wearing the Jughead hat. Do not go to the CW side. <laughs> no. Do it, Chris. Go back to Hulu and Netflix. Do it now. I also like Smallville. <laughs> A long time ago. I love Smallville. Wasn't that CW? I, I own, but it's a good show. It's not this CW. 
That's like that's not. Clear. I remember thinking it was like the one good CW show in a that's sea right. of CW crap. I mean, I like Charm, and that's too. why I had never watched The Flash or Arrow or what's the other one that's on in uh, the um. There's another one that's in that universe, isn't it? Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Oh yeah, that's right. I've heard it's not good. It's not bad. Actually. Yeah, it's <laughs> That's the only one. I like the ones that Desmond doesn't like, and apparently the ones people. No, we like. We both like Smallville. Smallville works, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so 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 you said you're on episode eight of season one. I just watched. Yeah, I just watched episode eight, and I know all. I know three seasons of it are on Netflix right Right. now. I just. I I really. I watched the entire first season, Mm -hmm. and the only thing that killed me was at the end that like all the science is wrong. Here's the thing. I don't care. I don't think I've ever watched a show and actually questioned the science of it. No. But watching The Flash, like, there's several things that I'm like, mm. Not when he's <laughs> supposed to be a scientist himself and it takes place at Star Labs. Like, there are very basic things you should get right. And when he's like, you have to run 730 miles an hour, I'm like, that's barely the speed of sound, bro. Like, <laughs> you're not going to time travel. Well, you're going to collide into the, the, the accelerator. I'm like, it's still, like, one goddamn electron. No, and I think of even more basic things, like he was opening a door that was locked, and he put his hand over the lock and just wiggled his hand back and forth crazy fast, uh-huh. and it wiggled the lock out of the door. In my mind, I'm like, the problem with that is if his hand's moving super fast, that means the blood's pumping through his hand really fast. So that means it's leaving his hand into his normal speed arm super fast. And I'm like, shouldn't that cause some kind of damage? <laughs> You know, I guess his body, the speed force is with him. Uh, right, right, with, right. With the force, yeah. the force is with and him. And like the assistant guy, I don't remember anybody's name. Chico, is that his name? So Chico, he's all racist. He, he's like, your metabolism's super fast. So like, you've got to eat the equivalent of 820 tacos. And then it, like 10 minutes later, he's like, here, just eat these. Apparently they have thousands and thousands of calories in them. Means. Yeah, I was like, okay. They're not going to actually Lampus explain bread. it. They're just going to go, here's a problem. Eat this and that'll fix it at the end. That's a lot uh, of the flesh. Uh, but, now, I, but I enjoy it. I enjoy the characters. I, like, I think... Like, I, just, I don't enjoy like, Cisco. That, you mean Cisco? Me. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You mean Cisco? Look, man, I'm bad at names. Here, let me tell you the actual names that's of right, all the characters. <laughs> let me tell you the... Let me tell you the character names okay, for this show. Guy? All right. Who's there's, the flesh? There's fake wheelchair guy. There's Barry Allen. I already knew who that. I already know who Barry Allen is. <laughs> so of course I know who that is. Like on Archie. Okay. When I watch Riverdale, I know these people. All right. So there's Barry Allen. There's fake wheelchair guy. There's dead fiance girl. There's Mexican assistant. <laughs> there's black cop dad. There's real dad. <laughs> there's a uh, mm-hmm. uh, cop daughter. Okay. Uh, now she's a, she's a reporter. Well, she's the cop's daughter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she, yeah, cop that, daughter. That's why she's cop daughter. Well, cops. Apostrophe S. There's, there's Arrow. There's Arrow assistant. There's Captain Cold, but that's that's really memorable. That's a, and that's a nickname. Obviously, I'm going to remember the Flash. Uh, yeah, that that's how all the names work. There's uh, there's cop daughter boyfriend, <laughs> officer cop daughter boyfriend. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's also a cop. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that, so that's how I watch these shows. I keep track of what's happening. I know what's happening. I don't know names. 
Makes it hard to talk about. Uh, <laughs> well, you're you're pretty spot on on the description, though. I gotta admit. Yeah, if I tell somebody, "Hey, uh, fake wheelchair guy," clearly is a bad guy, and someone's like, "His name is." How do you not just call him Ed? I don't know. Ed. I know he's Ed too. Like, no, he's not. He's Doctor uh, Harrison Wells. No, I know he's Doctor. Nobody's Ed from another show. show. He's from. Another oh, show. oh yeah. I guess. Or, or Scrubs brother. Like I Scrubs just... brother. Yeah, he's Scrubs brother. Hey, is it Scrubs well, your see, brother? Scrubs and Black Scrubs. You know them, right? Scrubs and Black Scrubs. That's from Family Guy, yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love that so hard. Oh, anyway. So, yeah. I've been watching that. Um, I don't <sighs> think there's anything else that I've started watching lately. But uh, th- I thought those were... I watched Doctor Strange for the first time. Right. It was pretty good. Um, I've never had... I had more problems with that than I've had with any other Marvel movie. But it still wasn't bad. Because it's a Marvel movie. Because it's a Marvel movie, yeah. At the very least, the good guy wins and nobody important really dies unless they're supposed... Unless you don't actually care and they're not important to the story. So you mean formulaic? It's all very formulaic. Oh, it's a Marvel movie. Tried and true. Well, you know what the great thing about Marvel movies is nowadays, right? What? Anybody can make them. Including DC! DC. Which they did this week. (laughs) They did! Uh, We're going to jump into our main topic here. It's a woman of true wonder. Sensational, you might say. (laughs) Uh, a woman's true wonder. <laughs> Here's the thing. Right out the gate, I have to say what the best part of Wonder Woman is. And people it's disagree. The, music. the fucking music. <laughs> like fantastic. I never get tired of hearing that. I don't that I just, cue, and they use it over and over again. And I'm like, and I'm like it's like something straight out of <laughs> I'm like, yes. It's like something straight out of three hundred or something, the way it's And there's music something works. There's oh, something it's female about, 300. The movie is female yeah. 300. Yeah. So much slow motion. But like, that theme... Executive producer, Zack Snyder. Yeah. The, the theme, the song, like, there's something about it that's jarring because it sounds so aggressive. Yeah. And I'm like, every time I'm like, yes. It could have... It was in it a lot. I could have used way more of it and been really oh, yeah. happy with it. It would have been really awesome. When, uh, she's, when she's like a little kid up there by herself, training. Yeah. Just like... Right. Like, that would have been fantastic. Right. Would have loved that. No, I, I thought uh, I thought the movie was really well done, but I do have to say it was a Marvel movie with the DC tag, which isn't bad, but... Uh, it's kind of what I wish all of DC would do. While I applaud DC and Patty and, you know, Gal, and they're all, they all did great, you know, female superhero, female director, female lead, all great stuff. Uh, I have to crap on DC and Warner because they're late to the party. And Fox yeah. has made a movie. Sony's made a movie. Marvel keeps making movies. Now you made a movie. You don't get Goldberman for last place. Right. right. So the movie's good. Well, yeah, the movie's doing great. They expected it to only do about 90 to $95 million, And it uh, raked in over $100 million And $122 million overseas expected to go over $700 million. So it's doing oh. really well. And But I kind of disagree that it's a Marvel movie with a DC skin. Because... It it held true to a lot of aspects of the Wonder Woman comic. And no, it can it can hold true to Wonder Woman comic and still feel like a Marvel movie. It still felt because like the like way the DC felt like it, the development yeah, felt like it. The way right. well, the way it feels the DC, that way because it was done correctly. Well, I know, but I'm saying coming in last place, you're the last studio to make a proper superhero movie. Doesn't give you a gold ribbon. That's all I mean. Right. Well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. But you have to give props that it was done well. You know. Yeah, it's oh, not, yeah, we're not like taking away no, anything no, from the movie. 
It's just that, like, it's like, congratulations, you finished the marathon. Everyone right. else was already done, but hey, you did it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, it's still, still cheap. It's still an accomplishment. It's not oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not trying to shit on it. It's just that, like, you finally did what everybody else did. Yeah, well, they had to. Yeah, I mean, oh, they definitely had to. I mean, if this, if this would have been bad, this might have been the last straw. Oh, yeah. It, I agree. I totally agree. Especially whenever. Yeah, because you guys were talking about a while back in a few episodes, uh, you know, in the past, that there was so many projects that DC had on the table that it was like ridiculous at how much they had on the table that they were expecting to make. And it was like everything they've been doing has been lacking. And so. Yeah. So with Wonder Woman, you know, I don't know, maybe to give some of those some hope, but there's still some current movies that are already in production that I don't, I mean, because Patty Jenkins is the one that, that was the director of this. She's not involved with some of those other films. So those films may come out and still suck freaking ass. Oh, it's possible. Because like Zack Snyder has worked on Justice League up until he recently left. Right. But he did a majority of the movie. Look, I don't know know how to say this politically correctly, so I may fuck it completely up. We have to edit it out. We'll have to edit out the N-word. That's fine. No. (laughs) Zack Snyder leaving, I wish it was for different circumstances. Right. Oh, no. That is no way. It's a really unfortunate... Thing. But I think it's the best thing for DC, not for him, not for well, what happened, but for yeah. him leaving. No, I know what you mean. Because I think that the problem is having him at the helm. If they had let Christopher Nolan have as much control over this universe, be an executive producer as they've let Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. totally different. Oh yeah, game. Right. Well, because I remember I tweeted this. I basically said, um, it's possible to separate Zack Snyder the human from Zack Snyder the director. Because Zack Snyder, his influence on the movies is why they weren't all that great. Right. But him as a person, you can still sympathize with and like feel sorry. You know, yeah, they're two separate things. They're two separate things. His movie making has nothing to do with the So like like if somebody says, Man, I'm glad Zack Snyder is off these movies. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm saying, man, I'm glad that happened to him. Yeah, no, his daughter dying. No, so yeah, like what you're saying. Yeah, I wish it was under different circumstances. I yeah. completely agree. Yeah, it's it's kind of a bittersweet type deal. You know, it's sad that that happened, but hopefully, you know, in the direction of the film now with Josh Whedon, uh, yeah, it's going to do really well. I mean, hopefully, I, I, hopefully he can he can salvage. Well, yeah. I don't think there's going to be a need to. Sal- I don't think salvage is the right word. No, just, he's going to have to. You got to. I mean, if if Zach has been on this course in the past, you can't you can't expect that this not to be on already sinking ship the minute it hit the water. The, the problem with Zack Snyder isn't that he makes bad movies. It's the fact that he has a very particular style of movie. It's like when you watch Tarantino or you watch Wes Anderson right. mm-hmm. or you watch Coppola. Like you know who's making the movie when you watch it. Mm-hmm. And with Zack Snyder, the thing is. They're so heavy. They're so dense. Yeah. That you just, it's like Michael Bay. Like at some point you just enter overload and it just doesn't matter. And part of it is those sound cues and the heavy motion. And just the moving from one scene to the next scene to the next scene with no kind of, you know, release of the throttle. Yeah. In fact, there's a, have you ever seen the YouTube channel Lessons from the Screenplay? I haven't. They have a great deal that breaks down the problem with the Batman versus Superman. Mm. And the problem that, that they isolate, which I agree with, is that Zack Snyder only moves from moments to moments. Like, he just moves from one scene to the next. He doesn't have any little, little lingering or connecting pieces. 
it's everything has to be the plot. Everything has to be important. Everything has yeah. to be heavy. You can't have any little yeah. silences or little nuance to it. Well, the big thing to me is they're so far along with Justice League. If right. they if if I took his place when it comes out in November, it would it's still feel like a Zack Snyder, Snyder film. Yeah. Like That's it's not going to yeah. it's not going to feel like somebody else worked on it at all. Cuz like they're going to do some pickups and reshoots, but not enough to completely change the tone and feel and and story of the movie. Right. I don't think you want to because no, and that's the thing. Whenever I saw the Justice League trailer that came on before Wonder Woman, no. I was like, "This feels like it's a different tone than right. Batman v Superman." Like whenever the Flash asked Batman, uh, "What's your superpower again?" and as the doors are shutting on the Batmobile, he just says, "I'm rich" or "I'm really rich" or something like yeah. that. I'm like, "Great," but not not Keep only that not only that, Wonder Woman's tone isn't that much different. Mm-mm. Than Man of Steel or even Batman v Superman. No, she still not. feels like the same character from that movie. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. point is, you can do it correctly. You oh, can yeah. still be the same kind of heavy handedness, the same sort of realism. Now, given, I, I don't think that the realism in this is that much off base that of Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the scenes in Krypton. So yeah. Themyscira isn't that crazy of a no. offshoot. One of the things I wondered is like how much. More, I would like Batman v Superman just the way it is if I had seen Wonder Woman first. Yeah. Or how I would feel about that after we get a standalone Batman movie. Right. Like, once I have a good handle on how Superman is in this universe, how Batman is, how Wonder Woman is, and then seeing one movie with them together. Because what we got with Batman v Superman was the second Superman movie, but an introduction to a completely new Batman, an introduction to Wonder Woman. That we didn't really get much of her at all. Well, and she wasn't supposed to be in it originally at all. And oh right. I, I don't think. I think the only place that that really shows, and I brought this up when we reviewed that movie. Yeah. Was the fact that she does a lot of stuff that I feel like Lois Lane should have done. Yeah, and Lois Lane's story didn't make any sense since because she got written out or written in, but written out of her character into that one. Right. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. But the movie overall is like super well acted. I have to put oh, yeah. that out there. Like Gal Gadot was not my first pick. I was that was the one thing I thought I was gonna hate coming out of there. Even after Batman v Superman, I was like, uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, and she nailed it. But she did, and she didn't look flimsy. She's actually very pretty, and I didn't even looking at the poster, seeing the shot, did not think she was super attractive going into it. But yeah. somehow like seeing her yeah. beat the shit out of people, I'm like, You're uh yeah, you're actually pretty hot. Yeah, yeah that's you exactly should, uh, it. You should keep killing these Germans. Yeah, not 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 Nazis, as we not Nazis because this is World War One. That's right. Right. I heard a guy at a theater say, "Why aren't those swastikas?" Yeah, well, I was like, "Because they are not." Because Nazis. she can pick up, <laughs> she can pick up the Panzer and throw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's Churchill? Right. <laughs> well, I agree. She did a great job. I mean, uh, I I thought her look was awesome. I really like the costume that they did for her uh, in this. It was I like the story of the costume a lot. I love that yeah. she sees the costume at the beginning, so you know she has it. And yeah. every once in a while, you get a little glimpse of it. Yeah. And then when she runs across no man's land, she suddenly has it on. Because she's had it on the whole yeah, time, but- just underneath her clothes. I was like, that's so... <laughs> it was so good for some reason. Yeah. You know what- Knowing that it was there, just not visible. And then once it's visible, it's like, oh. And one of the things they did really well that I think that Captain America did really well, too, because both characters are people out of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
is that they did not overplay the fish out of water being in a new period thing. Like, yeah, her it was coming basically from an island that was yeah. basically ancient Greece. When she was in the clothing shop, was like the whole fish out of water scene, and that yeah, was it. That was it. Right. And then after I, that, the only similar thing was why is there a woman in here for yeah. a couple of scenes? But then that was it. After yeah. that, she was just part of the group, well, and that, they went on about their business. That and when she first tasted ice cream. And she told right. the guy, you should be very proud of yourself. And I wanted, I was hoping that scene would be longer for some reason. Yeah. I was like, she's clearly never had ice cream before. Yeah. And that's, she said, you should be proud. It. And then they just walked away. I was like, oh. Yeah. And that is actually, ta- for, that yeah. actually is taken from the comic. Other than, oh, is it really? Yeah. There's a, there's a part in the comic where she tries ice cream for the very first time. It's a little bit different, but it, that's actually out of the comic. Yeah. I was expecting a scene where she's like, what do you call this? And him being like, You've never had ice cream before? Like, I was expecting a whole thing, and then it was just, sure, Lick, you should be so proud. I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> now, I think if there was one weak point, and this is just, again, makes it more of a Marvel movie almost, in my opinion, <laughs> as the villain. Because we have three different villains, really. Yeah, we have a completely pointless villain, I feel, yeah, personally. We have a completely pointless villain. Dr. Poison. Uh, a misdirect villain, evil German guy. Yeah. Who's still a villain? Who I'm. His name sounds like this. I know this isn't his name, but I call him Dusseldorf. Okay. It's something like that. Deuce and Deuce. I guess. Deuce and Deuce. I'm gonna look it up. So. And then I'll tell you what's Dusseldorf. You know what's anyway. funny is, you know who hmm. he was before. He's been in a superhero movie before. He was Striker <laughs> in the first Wolverine. Oh. Oh yeah, that is that's true. He was striker in the film. Now his right? character his character in the film is actually a historical character. And uh who was actually for the armistice, or however you say that. So yeah, he was not yeah, he was not anti peace. Uh he was actually for it. And then it's Ludendorff, not Dusseldorf. And then there's uh then there's the real villain who we won't give away because we're still not spoilers yet, kids. But uh Oh, I've spoiled stuff. Well, I haven't spoiled that much. Okay. Just we'll throw a spoiler tag now. You want to throw a spoiler tag, Kern? You got more to say before we do? Um, the only thing that, I, that I'm going to say before the spoiler tag is that I thought it was great how there was a lot of throwbacks to the comic. And there was a lot of description as far as like her, uh, how she came to exist without going into a lot of great detail. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Warner Brothers came out. Warner Brothers Animated actually came out. With a film back in 2009, I believe that was a Wonder Woman film, and it was based in uh, like current times. So Steve was an actual current fighter pilot. You know, it was in today's time and everything like that. But it actually shows how Wonder Woman was made, how Diana was actually made, and everything like that. And in this film, they just she just describes it. She just basically gives a brief description of how she was made, and that was it. So I thought it was a really great job of them kind of holding true to some of the comics or some of the comic. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, there's some stuff that's different. There's some, I think the origin story is different than the comics is significantly enough to be a new origin, but it definitely pays homage to the two big stories. Oh yeah. So that's a, I mean the two that I know of and with the new, when they did rebirth, they definitely had the same kind of ambiguousness. Even she herself is kind of wondering it. Mm. 
because I think I was on Fans of Patrol or Convo Comics and we read the new Wonder Woman. And I mentioned it there, and I think it holds true in the movie, too, that uh, it's kind of interesting and nice to see that they're blending that and taking their own stance and not just copying something already done, but still right. respecting it. Yeah, it's it, if you if you ever do get a chance, just out of if I think it's an hour and ten minutes long. That Wonder well, Woman. Well, I'm pretty sure I've seen this one because this yeah. is the one with uh, where she's uh, like part of the government or whatever, too, right? No, she. It it, it almost takes place almost. It, it's almost the exact same story that we just saw in Wonder Woman. Uh, basically, Steve crash. Oh well, hang on. Before we go into that, let's just go ahead and throw the spoiler tag out. Okay. There. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so spoiler, if you haven't seen it. Uh, we're going to talk about some spoiler stuff, but in the in the cartoon, it's the same thing. He's he's in a he's in a do- in this he's in a dogfight and he crash lands his plane in the cartoon on to the island. Where this he's same thing. He crash lands his plane uh, at the island, and uh, so it's it's the setup is similar to the cartoon, which is that of the comics. Uh, and then how they go. The only difference is, is that in the in the uh, cartoon they have a big tournament to see who's going to go to the the world of men with Steve and and to go to their government and everything like that. Uh, and Diana sneaks into the tournament because her mom doesn't want her being a right. part of it. And then of course she wins the tournament. Uh, so, but there's a lot of stuff that's in that cartoon that's similar. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I movie. thought it was the one. I can't remember what's a, it might be a Justice League one that I'm thinking, but it's the one where she ends up in Washington. So. Yeah, I mean, she does end up in Washington, but uh, she's not actually working with the government in the country. Well, no, but she has like a military liaison and stuff, and they're expecting her to do this stuff. Yeah, no, not on this one. This one, she's okay. just Steve. But no, yeah. I don't remember the name of it. I don't really, I know DC Animated is supposed to be this big deal, but I've never actually liked many of their yeah. uh, movies. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was kind of interested to see how much of this film was like potentially taking, taken off of that animated movie. And I don't know, you know, because, it, cause you can still argue that, no, that's part of the comics. So what was taken out of the comic, you know, or whatever, but right. uh, you know, uh, it, it was, it was very similar in some aspects, but not to the point where I was like, Oh, they just ripped off that cartoon and made it into a, a full blown action action film. They didn't really do that. It was just certain aspects of it. Mm. I don't know. Um, I thought Chris Pine, speaking of Steve did a really great, Oh, yeah. Great job. He did decent, and I've, I'm on the fence with him as an actor. So, no, I think he's uh You know, who he reminds me of. He's the new Tom Cruise, like in a lot. No, like he's not a really great actor, but mm-hmm. he does so well at being a character that's not himself. Mm-hmm. That you, whenever you see him, like he he was in Horrible Bosses too, right? And is amazing in mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And but. Then I think back and I'm like, Tom Cruise, the last thing I like Tom Cruise in, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, I was going to say Tropic Thunder. Right. Tropic Thunder. And I'm like, they're very much the same turn. And so I, I, oh, like, right, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, uh, unrelated, before we get off in this, I'm going to, I know we just threw a spoiler tag for this movie, but there was two things I wanted to say. I don't want trailers you guys got. And I'm on trailer embargo, so I don't know a lot of things going in. Saw The Mummy. There was a new trailer to me for The Mummy. Right. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Actually, yeah. I want to see this movie now. Second thing, saw a trailer for uh, Blade Runner 2049. Looks like shit. Really? It's not Blade Runner. Blade Runner is not about explosions and big action pieces and threats. And it, it It's a very intimate story. It's a very deliberate story. 
It's a very emotional story, and it Blade looks Runner like Runner is dark. Yeah, generally quiet, one-on-one conversations and confrontations. Yeah, and not like gotta blow up that building. And what also made me mad was there's a scene in there that reminds me. You know the scene where Rudger Howard's on the roof with Harrison Ford, and he does the raindrop speech, "Time to die." Yeah. Okay, so there's a scene where Ryan Gosling's character is on the roof in the rain with with obviously a replicant chick. Mm-hmm. And she does like the same moves that Rudger Howard does to him, and I'm like, oh god, really? <laughs> like you had to throw away to the scene because you don't have your own scene to, like, remember this scene? It was so awesome, like tears in the rain, guys. Yeah, I'm like, fuck that. It's it's like, it reminds me of Total Recall. Like Total Recall with Arnold was this cheesy Arnold action '80s movie with bad effects and a stupid plot line that worked because it was an Arnold vehicle, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they were like. Oh, but Colin Farrell, he'll do an action piece with it, and it'll be real, and it'll be a blockbuster. So, like, it's never meant to be that. Nope. And now I feel like that's exactly what they're doing, is making a movie that it was never meant to be. Sorry. Uh, I'm on trailer embargo, so I saw those and was like, what the hell is going on, world? Yeah, those, uh, I didn't think it. I've only seen the posters, but the way you describe it, I'm like, that doesn't sound like Blade Runner. It seems like what they're trying to do is just completely bank on nostalgia. Oh, it, it totally looked that way. And be like, we want people to watch this because they watched the other one. And right. That's it. Like, there's and part, because yeah. Ryan Gosling's in it. And Harrison Ford. Yeah, and Harrison that, Ford's in it. That was one of the things that I've talked about in the past is that, you know, it seems like a lot of movies go on that whole thought of, like, I'm just going to keep the mind flashing around and keep you laughing and all this action so you'll forget that the story sucks. You know, or or be, that we're throwing stuff in there that you might not have remembered in the original film, or yeah, and you know, I mean whatever. To, I, I to your point, man. Like I get that, and it's but I think what pisses me off about this is it's just not Blade Runner. Like it could be a totally great movie, but if it is what I see it, like it's not Blade Runner. So why the hell right. is it called Blade Runner? Yeah, right. Other than other than it's just the same type of uh, of. Uh, Androids or uh, yeah, well, replicants. they totally saw the universe and said, "Oh, that looks cool," but I feel like we're in for Prometheusing. Yeah, is that a word now? Yeah, we're gonna get Prometheus. Well, it's one of those things that, like, yeah, it's a Blade Runner movie because it's in that universe and has those characters. But it's like the Star Wars Christmas special had those characters. Wasn't it was, B. Arthur in there? It was well, yeah, but it was all. But it's like it was supposed to be set in that universe. That doesn't make it a good Star Wars movie. Yeah, I mean, it, anyway, the Wonder Woman movie is is way better than that. I mean, like, it, I, me and Rose talked many times about how hopeful we were for this movie. Right. And I think it held up. I, uh, it could have been better, but I think that's true of almost every film. Right. With very few exceptions. And uh, as far as the characters go, I thought Diana was probably one of the best rounded superheroes in any superhero movie. Yeah. Like, we got the most detail. We got to see her. I mean, there's some convenient things, of course, that are, you know, movie license and screen screenwriting magic and things. But none of it that's just, like, over the top. Right. There's right. no monkey swinging trees with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> well, and you're, you're right. Because especially, like, for the fact that she's been raised on this island for her whole life. And we don't really know. I mean, I don't know how many years that is. I mean, we know that the Amazons are basically immortal, uh, and especially her being a god S. Okay. But question uh, question question there, sorry, Kurt. Question for you. 
Okay. So they're basically immortal. We see that they haven't aged. They apparently existed with the gods of yore. Right. And were hanging out and trained in battle and fought the gods and their mystic weapons and won. And were built by Zeus to control humans from their evil nature, spawned by Ares. But, for some reason, bullets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did they I break could... your concentration? <laughs> <laughs> but but they could die because it showed them dying. Oh yeah, but but, that's what I'm saying because they no, died from bullets. No, but even even in the in the history of the of the comic, it shows them dying from the fights with Ares against the other. Uh, well, no, no, I get that, but yeah. being hit by the sword of a god and being hit by the bullet from but, a random but German. when they fought against Ares' army, they weren't fighting gods. The only god was Ares controlling the army. So uh, they were fighting against mortals. They were fighting against, you know, demons, whatever. So they weren't just fighting against gods strictly. So, uh, you know, I don't I don't know how to explain that, but, but it did show it them like time. like oversight in Zeus's plan. That's all I'm saying. Right, right, right. I, I see what you're saying. I mean... Uh, yeah. But what I was going to say is that I don't know how long she, you know, I don't know how many years it took her to get to the age that she's at now, you know, because right. obviously they age very, very slowly because, you know, you could tell there were older well, women I wondered versus about younger it. Do, do they age slowly or does she age like a human and they don't, don't Well, age? she's the same age in Batman v Superman that she was in World War One. Right. So but, she obviously, but, but aging to that point. Oh, she might age to like 30. And then stop. Yeah, or twenty whatever. Yeah, she's I don't to know. Be. Like, did but, she? Did that happen over time, or did that happen over eons? We don't know. Right. But that's right. that's not even what my my whole point was because it was back to how how a lot of it was underplayed in a in a way that that it was done well, and that's when she went to the world that we know, which is was well, back in World War One anyway, back to the real world. She's out of her island. And she's experiencing all this stuff for the first time. Like when she's talking to the lady, she's asking, what, what does she do for Steve? I'm, her, I'm a secretary. And she describes what she does. And she's like, that's a slave. you know. And it was so subtle and, and quickly dismissed after it was said. So it wasn't like a lot of dwelling. So she didn't like overplay the fact that you know she's thinks that people are women are being womanized or are held down or anything like that. I thought it was very subtle with how they how they transitioned her into this new world being World War One uh, from her previous existence. No, and it was it was really cool and I like the fact that they really paid homage to like the Greek mythology and did that really well. Um, I don't really have any complaints about the mascara. Like I thought it was really well done. The only the only part of the story that I, I thought was kind of weak maybe in writing was did anyone fall for the fact that the sword was actually the god killer? No. You immediately knew it was Diana. I knew it had to be. I mean... Uh, I thought it was the sword. Okay. And when it shattered on dude's hand, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Okay. Why would they lie about the sword? So then, like... Because <laughs> here's the thing. Whenever she said, why didn't you tell her? And they said, well, the, the more she knows, the easier it'll be for him to find her. I was like, okay, so she has powers. I thought, I, I thought that was all it was, was she has powers. <laughs> She was special for whatever reason. So, whenever the sword shattered, my first thought was, was that a decoy sword? Did she leave the real sword on the island and she didn't know it? What is she going to do now? And then he just straight tells her, you're the weapon that Zeus made to defeat me. And I was like, oh. Had 
didn't even guess, like remotely think that at all. Really, was completely right. surprised by that. Well, I I felt like she, I mean, from the get go, I felt like she was the weapon, but especially when she was training, and I forget which Amazon she was training with. Uh, it wasn't Artemis, but um, anyway, and she did the whole thing where she crossed her van braces and, yeah, that and caused aunt. that shock wave and knocked her back and everything. That's when I knew like she's not the normal Amazon. I felt like that was a plot hole though, because like she was obviously like looking at her wrist like what? And yeah. all the people were looking at her like what? And I was yeah. like, was there not a conversation after that? Because it doesn't come up again until later when she just does it again. Right. And I'm like, why didn't they there had to have been a hey mom, do you know why energy burst out of my wrists? Well, no, right. not even not even that. Here was my question. So she's like, You will train her twice as hard. Three times as hard, five times as hard, <laughs> ten times as hard. I'm like, okay, that's all cool because it's a very cool 300 montage thing yeah. going on. It's all awesome. And then you find out at the end that she's actually a god. Not a demigod, <laughs> a god. Yeah. Right. And I was like, well, fuck, she didn't even train at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was really it. That was really the only point where I was like, wait a minute. So why did she train? Was there a point in the training? Yeah, I mean, you know, so she could block bullets all cool like and everything. <laughs> right, but the thing is, like, but she, she never blocked bullets during training. There weren't bullets. No, yeah, no. but the thing is, like, she has god speed, so right. Uh, that that initiated instantly on the island. Like that bullet came and she just watched it, which was cool. That was one of the best uses of slow motion. It was very bullet time matrix. It was one of the seven hundred uses of slow motion. And they're just like yeah. what? And I was like, oh, that was that was pretty decent. That was pretty <laughs> One one of the things I don't understand, can she fly or float or something? Or was that slow motion falling? Because there's so much slow motion. And she like jumps up and whenever she says goodbye, brother, or whatever, jumps up, you know, wrists, blast of lightning, kills Ares. Well, when she comes back down, it's like super slow. And I'm like, I can't tell if this is slow motion or if she's hovering down to the earth. I think she was just on that sand level in that moment. I don't think she can honestly fly. Okay. I think she was just in that moment she had channeled her godhood. It would be a pretty whack-ass god if she could fly. Let's just put it that way. So mm. she has to have some sort of. But I think it's going to be old school Hulk like super jumping. Which is fine. Which I think is what she does. I mean, yeah. we saw well, her jump into time, a bell tower. The very first it. time she did that long jump, I was like I didn't know she could do that. Right. She knows she could do that? <laughs> like, did she just jump and, oh, I went really far? Because then she ran towards the building, fell, and then, like, just slammed her hand into it. And I was like, is she just now realizing she's strong? Yep. Is this, like, the Wonder Woman version of Spider-Man, like, yep. realizing his powers? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that he's actually had, that she's had since birth and just didn't know it. Because well, I mean, mom, if you treated them, yeah, she's been treated normally. She's never been pushed. Yeah. And all of a sudden she needed it, so it kicks like, in. I, yeah, I have to live. I have to get up to the top of this tower. Because once oh, she I learned she punch, it, she's like, oh. I can just punch footholds into the side of this so, tower. So looking some stuff up, and somebody asked the question, from what I remember, Wonder Woman couldn't fly. But now that I think about it, I watched Justice League, the animated series, and she does have the amazing ability of flight. Somebody responded and says, after a little research, showed that Hermes gave her uh, flight. So well, it she has the sandals, her. but I was really upset because she actually has like her girdle special, her sandals, her bracelets, everything. Right. And the only thing they talk about in the thing is actually the sword mm. and the lasso. 
So I am not under the impression that in this universe she has the slippers or the sandals of of Hermes. That was my thought. Was that I, I thought they were going to have that whole discussion when they were in the secret chambers. And they right. were like, in the chamber of secrets, and here's the sword, and here's the lasso. And I thought they were going to go through all the parts of her armor, and they just didn't. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. Um, also on that note, what was up with that water? Oh, the, I don't know. The Chris little, Pine asked the same question. Because what I'm wondering now is, what if Chris Pine lived because he's immortal and doesn't know it from that water? Who knows? Also... Did what was his name? Trevor, Steve Trevor, Steve Trevor. Uh, did he names. did he cause global warming with the the plane exploding in the atmosphere? Probably. <laughs> no, it was. I was like, it's gas. all his fault. It was poison gas that up until that point we have no proof worked on anybody really. Right. Well, they killed all the the Germans, the civilians. In yeah. That one. Well, no, no, not the civilians. They did kill the civilians. No, no, but they also killed all the Germans that. Yeah, the, yeah. They were about to declare peace. Yeah, the big wigs. Dusseldorf was all no. He throws a mask in there. The mask won't work. I know that, but they don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't. It wasn't that part. There was a part. It might have been that part. It was that. Okay. When okay. he said, "She goes, the mask won't work," and he said, "They don't know that," and then he was like, <laughs> "Yeah." I was like, "Was that a Scooby Doo laugh? Like, yeah. What was that stupid laugh?" Right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the villain was definitely a problem because the villain is Ares. And she's told the story about how Ares tried to overthrow the gods. And with his dying breath, Zeus made the secret weapon. And it's, of course, Diana. And Ares is still out there poisoning the man's the mind of men to make them evil. Right. And the, she's convinced that Ares is out there. That's why she leaves the island with Steve because she hears about the Great War. Right. And I thought it was really weird. That she thought that Ares would just be a dude at the head of it. Because just like anybody that believes in a conspiracy theory, I'm like, why do you think the guy that's actually behind it would have his name on it? Like, he's sitting in a room in, like, Utah, yeah, like, but not if you, caring. But if you remember, like, uh, I don't know if, how much of the comic you remember or anything. But anyway, you know, Ares is in the middle of all those battles. And well, no, so, Ares is, but I'm saying, why would you think it was just a dude that was like, yeah, behind the, the, he's very non in Ares position. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, exactly. And and even she says that to the other guys that they're cowards sitting in a room. You should, you, as generals, you should be leading the fight. So that's why she thought Ares was on the front line because that's her mentality: is that you're the leaders, you should be physically in the front line leading your army. You shouldn't be sitting behind desk a thousand miles away. So that's why she thought, obviously, that that he was he was in the middle of it. So here's something I think that's kind of odd. She thought killing the god of war, killing Ares, would end all war. Right. So she killed Dusseldorf. Turns out wasn't the god of war. So at first she's like, everything I've been told is a lie. But then Ares shows himself. She does defeat him, and the war is over. So does she now think there'll never be a war again? Because there's some more wars. Yeah, she's wrong. We don't know if there are in this universe. No, we do. I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be interesting if the if Wonder Woman two was just in World War two. Well, originally that's what it was. Yeah. No, we're not going to get that. We should get that. I want that, but it, yeah, it's not going to happen. Because my thing is this: it's just as simple as to say Ares isn't a physical person. So he survived. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. That's fine by me. It's fine, but it's also like... <laughs> it'd, be, it'd make for a really boring sequel if it's just... Kill Ares again! And then it's just like... No, a but battle. not kill Ares again. That she realizes she can't kill Ares. 
Yeah. So she has to just fight the war. But it's like Ares him in the Phantom Zone. It's like Ares Superman. Ares explained, you know, and when he in that last speech that he gave, you know, he's not the god of war, he's the god of truth. And so he's giving them the instruments to do war, but it's their oh, choice yeah. to use it. And that's that's what his his point is and that's that's why he really in 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 the it's in the comic he wanted the human race to wipe themselves out and even in this because he thought it he thought Zeus's creation of man was was a bad idea and they were selfish and and they didn't right. deserve to to live so they yeah. should just you know embrace that rage and kill each other to where there's there's no one left and like he explained it goes back to this beautiful utopia this paradise and uh so that's that's why you know I don't know if that explains any of it, but in my opinion, that's why there would still be war because now yeah. all, all no, of this desire has been presented. Yeah, you yeah, all, yeah, yeah all these, yeah, exactly. Everything's been now shown, and it's the desire to use it that's there mm-hmm. now. But I think the other thing that that I would like to mention is the supporting cast of Samir, Sammy, yeah. and the sniper and chief. Yes. Apache Chief. Apache and Upchuck. And Upchuck. <laughs> uh, disappointed. Chuck, Charlie was he wasn't Apache Chief. <laughs> well, that he was, but he didn't get to yeah. do anything. I, I imagine, I think it'd be awesome if Chief was in another movie and was like revealed to be Apache well, Chief. Well, here's what I would we love. didn't have a I bird, would, though. Where was I would bird? love if I would love if they That's had true. like the Wonder Twins and him and they had yeah, a, awesome. just a Super Friends <laughs> like uh, offshoot. Yeah. That would that would be legit. I could handle that. Um, That'd be great if we got a Super Friends movie. Yeah, yeah lesser Super Friends. Not doesn't have to be Superman and Batman and one. Right. It could be like Robin and like a Titans Plus form of a glass of rum. Yeah. Get drunk. <laughs> yeah. <Super laughs> uh, so what did you guys think of the, those three? They were the they were the ones that helped Steve, Trevor, and Diana Prince. I was a little confused with Charlie. Uh, was the uh, the Scotsman? Uh, yes. Because it it was like they wanted to tell a story there, but they didn't. So uh, you know he was you know he was looking to take the shot on the sniper in the one scene. He didn't take the shot. Uh, Samir even points that out, and even Diana talks about it. And then later on, he's singing because I don't know if he's drunk or if he's just whatever. But then they're like amazed. They're like, "It's been years since I've heard him sing." Whatever, blah blah. blah. So I don't know what's going on with Charlie. I mean, what's well, what's the deal with him? Well, what's uh, what Sammy said was, uh, you can't always be who you want to be. So it made it seem like he is an expert marksman. He just froze right then because he had, well he has because he has the nightmares. Like he's obviously suffering from PTSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's definitely and shell he's shock. Definitely oh, really, yeah, yeah. Like at first when he couldn't shoot, I was like, oh, he's a fake. And then like once Sammy was like, you know, you can't always be the person you want to be. Oh, wait a minute. And everything. I was like, oh, he just froze. And Maybe. then he has that nightmare. So Diana yeah. wakes him from, and he's like, "Leave me alone." So yeah. what do you what do you think about this? Because it, previously he said that he snipes people from a long ways away, and he doesn't ever see their face. And Diana calls him a coward because of that. Uh, but when he's going to shoot the guy in the bell tower, he can see the guy physically. Do you think that's why he froze up? 
That might be part of it. I mean, they didn't go into it, obviously. Yeah, no, I, said, but. I think it was just the PTSD thing that, like, he had shell shock and was... He was, he, had, he was I think, a stand-in for... We didn't really see that much of the war except for the trenches when they went across No Man's Land. And then when they were crossing the bridge and we saw the soldiers coming back from the war. Mm-hmm. I think he was a stand-in in those scenes for the horrors of war mm. that we didn't actually get to see a lot of. Yeah, because they're, they're, like this was a very friendly kind of war film. If you're going to see like oh, a yeah. war film, you will see people with wrapped limbs missing, not yeah. hanging. Savior Private Ryan entrails, very clean dress bandages with yeah. dirt smeared on well, them. And wasn't it PG thirteen? Yeah, it was PG thirteen. So that's part of it. And yeah. the other thing, which I mentioned earlier to Chris and Rose when we were together, I don't know if you noticed this, Kurt. Bugged me because I watched The Great War. It's a great YouTube channel. Uh, there was no smoking. Right. No okay. one in all of 1919 was smoking. <laughs> yeah, that was something I thought was weird when Desmond pointed out. Because I didn't notice. And then I was like, there wasn't even smoke in the bar. Whenever they were like, no one's smoking the, the bar. Together. None of the soldiers are smoking. When those guys, when I noticed it was actually the bridge scene when the wounded soldiers. Yeah, were the only out. thing that came even close to it was when uh, Steve put the pipe in his mouth. Yeah, and he didn't, it wasn't smoking it. He just had it in there. Well, and, Chief sent smoke signals. Yeah, but yeah. He <laughs> okay, so back to Chief and Samir. Samir, I thought, was a really great character. Yeah. Strongest actor of the group, I he think. He had the line where he said, I didn't want to be a soldier. I wanted to be an actor, but I'm the wrong color. Yeah. I was like, damn, this he is, is the old. deepest. <laughs> he has the deepest lines like mm-hmm. uh, in the movie, I think. Yeah. And he's really well acted. He's portrayed incredibly well. He doesn't lose any of his like authenticness or drive. You see him wanting to be an actor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't pretend to be anything. He's not other than pretending to be some people, which is what he wants to yeah. be. Chief. I like Chief. But again, I feel like they just didn't pull the trigger on Chief. I feel like Chief is definitely Apache Chief. I feel like that might be a later thing. Okay, because what else I thought was interesting about the the, the supporter supporting group, um, the way that Diana gained their trust, because they were all kind of like, eh. But like Samir just thought she was attractive. Yeah. But then once um, he says, you know, he knows a lot of languages. Then they had like the vocal checkers going back and forth. And then once she said language that he didn't understand, that was when he was like, okay, this chick's cool. And then like the Scotsman who's like drunk getting into fights, right after she basically fights somebody off that was about to shoot him, that's when he's like, all right, she's all right. Like the way that, but Apache, uh, Apache Chief. He's Apache Chief. But when Apache Chief met her, it was an immediate trust thing because everybody else already trusted her. And that's all it takes for him is if my friends trust somebody, then I trust somebody. So I thought it was cool that it showed why everybody trusted her. It wasn't just him going, hey, this is my friend. Uh, she's going to help us. And them going, all right. Like, no, they're like, but this is a woman. What is a woman going to do? Oh, all right. She's cool. Um, right. I'm trying to think of some other parts that I thought... Like, I really thought there was too much slow motion. I think I already said that. <laughs> you know, the, the one thing that drove me nuts, and this is very minor, and it didn't ruin the m- movie at all, but in the scene where uh, Samir brings both Steve and Diana the beer, mm-hmm. she sets the beer down twice, and she does it first to her left and then to her right. Uh, yeah, I noticed that, too. I was like, that was a little bit of a... 
I never noticed those errors either the first time I watch it. Yeah. But like she very clearly, it was like a wide shot. She put the beer down, then it cut in close and she was holding the beer again. And then she put it down on the other side. Right. I was like, uh, all right. I know it didn't, it didn't take away from the film or anything. It was just one of those editing flaws that I was just like, you know, I could see it if it would have been on the same side. And I'm making something out of nothing really here, but you know, yeah. I, it, but it was like, she did it both on each side. And as a, as an actor or an actress, when, when you're doing your part, uh, you should be consistent, you know, so if you're drinking something with your left hand, you should always be drinking it with your left hand. If you're setting it right. down to the right, you're setting it down to the right every single time. So I don't know why there was that inconsistency, but um, you know, I, did, I didn't, I did not notice. Oh, really? that. Yeah. I, I, well, you heard it here first. Kern thinks Gal Gadot is a shit actress. Yeah, <laughs> because she can't drink with the same hand. Because she can't drink with one hand. She can't. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was. There was another scene. I said that Samir had all the deep parts. But did you guys remember the scene where she asked uh, why uh, why Chief fights the war? Oh yeah, yeah. She's like, "Why do you fight a war where you're where you don't take a side?" Right. And he was like, "He said it's freedom." Yeah. And then he said, "I don't have anyone to fight for. It's all my people. My people are all gone. What happened to your people? Or yeah, who destroyed your people? His people." And I thought it was was really cool. Yeah. Because they have an exchange at the beginning. When you were talking about uh, Samir playing checkers with her, right? Yeah. Where they have the thing, and I guess she says whatever she says in ancient Greek. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's Greek. Okay. And then she meets him, and he introduces himself, not knowing that she speaks the languages. Uh, Chief. Yeah. Introduces himself. And I thought that that was really cool. Yeah. Now, for those wondering, he speaks Blackfoot, not Apache. So, right. so he's uh, Blackfoot chief. Well, <laughs> according to what I uh, got from the internet, uh-huh. he actually introduces himself as Nappy, which is the trickster god of the of the Blackfoot. So, really, don't know that he's not lying or that she doesn't know who he is anyway. Mm. He could, so he could be pretending to pretend, or he could really just be a Blackfoot Indian. Which That's, there's nothing wrong with that. Either I'm way, from East Glacier myself. Either way, he's cool. That's one of those sad things about a prequel, though, is like we've already seen some current Diana. Yeah. And with the time difference, we know even the characters alive in at the end of Wonder Woman aren't going to be alive now, obviously. But you know what really made me mad was uh, the scene where she says, uh, or he goes, you'll know, I'll send a signal, right? When they're breaking into the castle. Yeah. Yeah. I really thought that the thing was going to be him growing giant. He's just up here. He's like pointing. No, he went that away. No, 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 no. Because he was off in like in the distance. They saw those smoke smoke things. She was like, and Trevor goes, "That's that's Chief. Let's go." And I was like, "Oh, yeah." I was like, "Damn it!" I was waiting for him to chuck it. Like he just get big and like crush something. Because I thought that's what was going to happen. Like you know, she was fighting across no man's land during the. There's a war. Yeah. They're crossing the trenches. They haven't been crossed in like five years or whatever. Right. They've only gained inches. And she goes out there with her shield and repels like whatever, a 1918 machine gun, whatever, a Strump 35 or 30, 43. What the hell am I talking about? Thousands of rounds of bullets. And they're just shooting at her with these water-cooled machine guns. And she's just like entrenched, like on her back foot, just holding the shield behind it. Very cool, very... And I was like, I was just waiting for him to be like, and the truck and just like slam them away. I was like, oh, so, damn it. So here's my wild prediction. Justice League. 
post credit scene. Is there one at Wonder Woman? Because I just left. No. I was no, like, I need to go. Kern, did you see why I didn't? Okay. No, um, there's not one. I looked it up. Yeah. Okay. Something. Justice League credit scene. If it's not just more rocks rising off Superman's tomb because he's still pretending to be dead for some reason. Now, here's what happens. Bruce Wayne giving Diana a tour of Arkham Asylum. That Bruce, that Wayne Enterprises owns, obviously. In this obviously. Well, this university does. Obviously. So, basically, he's showing her different prisoners and, like, kind of telling their story. So, we get, like, some kind of Easter egg things. And then the one he stops on, he goes, now, this guy's a little weird. This guy's a little different from these other people. He's never done anything wrong. I only contained him because I feel like he's dangerous. And it's chief with a thing covering his mouth so he can't talk. That would be cool. And then it's like, and she's, she just looks into the thing and goes, chief? And then it goes to black. That'd that be cool, a, right? Like somehow, really cool. somehow after World War I, after he lived, something happened to him. He's now immortal Apache chief. <laughs> tries to keep to himself. Batman finds him in his giant state. <laughs> thinks locks he's a him. danger, locks him up, and he just sits there. With Batman not knowing what I, to do I, with him. I think more than likely, <laughs> uh-huh. what here's here's what I think. I think that it was just a nod. It's probably just a nod. Because Maybe. because they want to make this feel like a really grounded universe. Yeah. Even though, obviously, the Dark Knight trilogy really succeeded with that. And with this right. one, they're kind of... Uh, yeah. They're kind of trying to balance between comics and grounded. But I feel like a guy that just grows big... They can't much. make fit in this. Which, I mean, you have an alien and a god, so I feel like it could work, but it's too much. I get it. Yeah. Uh, Just in, in, on a side note, even with um, Civil War, whenever Ant-Man turned into Giant-Man, it was cool, but it was also one of those things where I was like, eh. Yeah, but I mean, it would have been cool they if They did this did because it, it was cool, not because it was necessary. If he, if he did it once, it would have been... That's all it would have taken. Like, like I said. Yeah. And then... Uh, my thing is, I really like your pitch for the end of Justice League because we didn't get a post credits in Wonder Woman. Right. Yeah. Sucks that we didn't. I feel like because we expect them, mm-hmm. it sucks when you don't get one. So that yeah. that's the. I guess if I had the biggest knock, we've talked about all the things we didn't like, but we're really just asking questions. It was all beautifully done. So none oh, of this yeah. is just like takes you. It, out was, of the it movie. was fantastic. I really wonder if part because like superhero movies normally in a lot of ways get snubbed for like best picture awards. Yeah. They might get sound effects or music yeah. or costumes. Yeah. But they never get like best film, yeah, or best lead actor or actress, yeah, right. And I feel like this movie, because of its war setting, might have a better chance of getting some kind of nod in some award. I don't show. think it, well, it should get an acting, not, but I don't. But and not playing the gender card, but it was the gross. It was the largest film yeah, ever but for female director awards. Yeah, but still. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things that like. We'll have to wait and see, obviously. I, I, I think, if anything, it'll get, like, production and town mixing. It'll get all the nothing get, awards. Yeah, all the nothing awards, yeah. And they don't come with best actor, best screenplay, best right, right. Uh, picture. It won't get any of that. Yeah. It might probably get, like, sound and graphics and blah, blah. It'll get noms there. I wish it would. I don't think it's the best directed movie, probably. doesn't. Uh, Acting-wise, I have no idea. Uh, I'm going to wait to see how Atomic Blonde comes out because that's a real that Black looks, Widow that movie really that we should fun. get. That looks really fun. But what I, I wanted to go back to your after credit scene, which mm-hmm. we should have got. 
And here's what I think it should have done. I don't think it should have set up Justice League. We already know Justice League's coming. Yeah. We already know it's got a ton of characters. Introducing one of them or having a quick swarm of scene isn't going to help us anything. <laughs> I really like your idea, though, of Batman doing it. But I would have it introduced to Batman because that's the movie we all have questions about. And DC that we're still not even sure is going to happen. And DC should know that. And they, if they really want to make sure that Batman's a thing, it needs to be after Justice League because that's still this year. Yeah. So here's what I would like to see. Exactly what you were talking about, except for it's Batman walking with, maybe if he has a new Robin, maybe if he doesn't, something. Maybe he's just walking a new Doctor through or Gordon through, whatever. So you're saying the post-credits should have just not had Wonder Woman at all? The post-credits should have been like Batman in Arkham. Okay. And like taking like a nobody prisoner in or somebody that's just not like Zaz. Mm. Uh, somebody not super powerful that we don't have questions about. Right. And then him locking him in there. Yeah. And then he'll be like, and he'll be like, oh, it's a psycho or whatever. And have the Joker, whoever the villain is going to be for the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Deadshot. I don't care. Whoever it's going to be. Look at their angle. Hey, bats. And he'd just turn and he'd be like, lights out. And then the lights go out and Batman's trapped in Arkham. And we get Arkham Asylum Batman. Because that was the big rumor that that was what the story well, yeah. was. Yeah, I mean, be. there's comics that deal Which with I really that. hope that's the story. So That'd I would fantastic. really just love for it to be like him entering Arkham for some unknown reason. And then them going, hey, Batman. And then the lights just go out. Or like he turn around and it's the Joker and he just hits him with a pie mm. or something. Well, just, well, here's what would be great. I know this is totally off Batman, Wonder Woman, so sorry. Batman completely by himself patrolling Arkham Asylum, which he just does sometimes because he's Batman. Because <laughs> Batman. Then that's what Batman does. Above, or above or beside each of the Batman cells, above or beside each of the cells has like the name, name of whoever's yeah. in there, right? He gets to one, and you see the name on the wall beforehand. Just for the sake of argument, let's say Penguin is next to the. And Penguin. Clay let's say, place, Penguin. Yeah. Man. Let's yeah. say Penguin is the villain place. of. Let's say Penguin's okay. the villain of the next movie. You see Penguin, and when he gets to the glass, he looks in and sees Alfred, rushes to the glass, confused as to why Alfred's in there, then he gets bashed over the head. Okay. Like Alfred was like bait. Okay. I just I just think it should be Batman in Arkham Asylum and cut to black yeah. somebody. <laughs> yeah, like just no. God damn it, give All me right, Arkham so here, Batman. So, so here's my other pitch. All right. Batman pulls into Arkham Asylum on his Batmobile, and then he says, Guess this is gonna be my movie, and then it cuts to black. <laughs> I'll just be your secret lover. <laughs> so hard, man. So hard. Man. Right? Um, yeah. But it, it's a live action version of the beginning of the game when he yeah. goes in. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, so so we know what we're getting. Yeah. I think that's it because Wonder Woman has actually restored my faith that that DC can make a good movie. Yeah, and I think Justice that's League gonna be is wonderful too to close. Edit. Thank you. Justice League is too what? <laughs> that's nothing. Justice League is close enough. Is too close for them to make any drastic changes like we were talking about earlier. Right. Was Zack Snyder gone? Like they're they gonna, could cancel it. That's pretty drastic. They could. They could cancel it. I feel like though. Because I think the next one slated is Aquaman after that, isn't it? Probably. Aquaman. Well, man, Aquaman, The Flash, I know, and Cyborg are supposed to all get movies. I know Aquaman. I think Aquaman is the one that's furthest along, and I think they're not, they haven't even started filming yet. Well, I mean, not, it was supposed to be Batman, I think, after Aquaman. Right? Well, that's whenever yeah. Affleck was still on board for every single role back in like December. <laughs> He's going to Jack and Jill it? Yeah. He was going to be the Joker and Batman and, <laughs> and Alfred. Alfred. 
<laughs> and Vicky and Vale. Gordon. Yeah, and Gordon. Yeah, exactly. You um, know what? I want to see that movie. Guys, we should get a Kickstarter going. Called Batflick. <laughs> Batflick. Batflick Begins. And if and if Ben Affleck will not do it, we'll just pay someone to CGI him yeah. into all of the roles. And, and we'll, we'll use old we'll, footage from the Schumacher. We'll get sued for using his likeness without permission. Yes, so we won't make a profit, so it'll be legal. That's right. It's that's parody. how that works. Yeah. It's parody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, fair use, my brother. I think that them seeing how well Wonder Woman's done, they'll know what to go with with everything after Justice League. Well, that's what I'm hoping because, well, I think even Justice League, they're making changes for a reason. Yeah. But, I mean, they're not going to be able to make drastic changes. No, but I but think, and I don't think I don't I honestly think Justice League is going to be good because I think Justice League is far enough removed from Batman v Superman that they were able to make some changes. Well, the fact that it's it just doesn't Wonder focus Woman, on just Batman and Superman is going yeah, to yeah, help yeah. a lot. Yeah, because um, I remember people thinking because there was that really quick reshoot recut of Suicide Squad after Batman v Superman, and whatever they did might have made it better. <laughs> We don't know what the original. Cut I mean, was, Suicide Squad is just you know what Suicide Squad to me is just a okay movie. Yeah, yeah. But Wonder Woman is was far enough out from Batman v Superman too that they could have there there might have been more dreariness to it. Well, it's it's so removed though because it's a period piece that has nothing. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Do. But I mean, they even point out like whenever they first get to London and Diana's like, it's so ugly. <laughs> Because yeah. it's just dark and everyone's sad, and I even felt like that line was sort of a knock at like the theme of of the last couple of movies. And it, it may be, but I think the biggest problem that it suffered from with the two movies is Man of Steel suffered from the fact that you shouldn't have put Superman against other Kryptonians like that in the yeah. first movie because he had just come into his powers. The part on Krypton is badass. Yeah. Just like the part on Themyscira's badass. Mm-hmm. When he gets to the world and he's discovering powers, just like Diana, badass. But we both get to see him as children discovering their powers and their true potential. We both get to see the mother-daughter. We get to see the father-son relationship. Those moments when she runs away, when he stays in the tornado. Yeah. We get all of that. And when he's actually Clark Kent hiding out on the oil rig in in the whatever Arctic, yeah, he's more Superman and more badass than when he puts on the costume. All of a sudden, he puts on the costume, and instantly we are transported to Superman, Lois, General Zod. It has to be the story. Can't can't change anything about it. Right. And uh, Wonder Woman never hits that wall. And I feel like that's the issue. Because when he's fighting another Kryptonian, he doesn't really have an advantage. You're just watching a guy fight another guy. Right. Yeah, they can throw each other through buildings, but that's pretty much Transformers. See, at that point. that was one of those things about Man of Steel that I didn't pick up or think about till way after the, I'd watched it. Was it like, the real story is, it's about a guy that feels out of place because he's an alien. And then he finally meets another alien like him and has to kill him. When you think about it that way, that's actually a good story. But the way that they framed it in Man of Steel and the way that they told that didn't... Like, it no. took me a couple of years to realize, oh... That's why it was so hard for him to kill Zod because he was alone. He was alone. Finally, was like, "Oh, this guy's like me. He's trying to kill me. I have to kill him." That's like a sort of sadness that like nobody can relate to. Yeah, but that's also a thing I didn't even think about with that movie till years after it came out. And Batman v Superman has a lot of problems with the writing, but it's also just the fact of Batman's not going to kill Superman. Superman's not going to kill Batman. Doomsday is going to kill Superman. Uh, it was yeah. just 
a scripted story that took place, wasn't incredibly well written, didn't take a lot of turns, threw in Lex for no reason. And you knew everything that was going to happen. That's what I'm saying. It was just, it was all translated. That happened with Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just kind of, these characters probably aren't important. Although, I, props to DC. I want to put this out there. Because uh, they use Native American actors in both movies. Mm. I like this. Uh, Adam Beach got totally screwed over his Slipknot. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm happy that we had an actual character of Native American origin that got to hang out and be part of the crew and not just killed off screen. Yeah. I don't know if they did that in response to that because his picture was already in Batman v Superman. So I think he was. Do you think they filmed that scene before Batman v Superman to get that picture? Or do you think they recreated this this pose for the movie? Probably recreated. Yeah, there's no reason to go film that early. No. So I, I just I liked it. I thought Wonder Woman really showed what DC is capable of, mm-hmm. which is making a superhero movie, and yes. that's all they need to show. Not a knock. The fact that it's a Marvel quality film is like the Amazing Spider-Man being a Marvel quality film, or Logan being a Marvel quality film. Although I think Logan's a little bit above that. Mm-hmm. Same with Deadpool. Fox has done their own thing really well, but yeah. the X-Men are Marvel quality films. Yeah, Fox so, is down the middle because they also have the Fantastic Four and they have yeah, the I'm just saying successes. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Whereas right now, you know, I, I think it's finally a good time that Warner had a hit. I mean, not the Chris Nolan stuff was it, but with this iteration of the DCEU, yeah, yeah, they haven't had that. And seeing this Wonder Woman come out strong and having high expectations and meeting those expectations, uh, beating it in the box office, it's really cool. Uh, I thought that they did a great job just generally making a fun film. Yep. I'd watch it. I'm going to buy it when it comes out on Blu-ray or whatever. I have no... Uh, Kern, what would you give it a score? If you had a score, however you want. doesn't matter what system you use. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, um, I mean, I, I, it did really well, so I'm going to score it pretty high. But uh, I'm going to keep it at about... I'm going to say probably about an 8.5. Eight point seven five. I'm not going to give it a nine, uh, but I, I thought it did really well. I mean, uh, it was it, everything was balanced in it. I mean, I, I liked the action. I liked the story. Everything was balanced. It wasn't gratuitous. The only thing, uh, the the fight scene at the end between Wonder Woman and Ares, to me, I didn't really like all that much. Uh, but it didn't kill the story or kill the action for me. But yeah. I, about eight. No, I mean it, it had a, it had the standard superhero villain problem. Like, what happens when you set up the superhero to be a superhero? How yeah. do you challenge them with a, valen, a villain that you didn't set up a whole movie setting up as a villain? Yeah, actually, uh, I'd probably give it a nine. Actually, I mean, wow, yeah, it's pretty high. That's pretty high praise, man. Yeah, uh, Christopher. Um, you don't know D. Of the movies, this is the. Of all the movies in the world. Of the DC Universe movies so far, this is the Law & Order SVU. It's a good rating. It's a good rating. <laughs> of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, this is the first one. Ah. Of the... <laughs> I feel like it's clearly better than Man of Steel or Batman v Superman or Suicide Squad. I think if I lump in all superhero origin movies... It's better than Thor. It's better than the Incredible Hulk. It's better than um, uh, Captain America, Iron Man, Wolverine. Probably on par with Captain America. I'd say that. Um, 
probably on par with Wolverine. I think those are like three really strong introductory movies, even though we already knew Wolverine by the time the first yeah. Wolverine came out. I think it's super strong. And like, if I gave it like a number score, I'd probably give it a nine out of 10. I mean, it's a hell, it's a hell Mary that works. Yeah. That's the thing that I love about it. Most of all is DC was uh, back against the wall, had to come out swinging, definitely stuck a stunning blow against the movie going public. Oh, yeah. To make us go, holy shit, DC might be able to do this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to score it a little bit lower. I think it's a 7, 7, 5. But but that's to say it's quality. That's better than the 4s. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. That's the thing. It's like it just has so much ground to do it. The fact that it still relies on the other movies in part. Uh, just the ending and beginning I get, but still enough that I so, I don't like being reminded of them. <laughs> so I got a question. I got a question. Chris said something, you know, that, that brings brings this question up. You know, he said that, you know, we we got to we, we already knew, you know, uh, Wolverine when the origin story came out. Uh, so when they did Marvel and they did Iron Man and Thor and stuff like that. You know, we got the origin stories, maybe not quite so much the origin stories, but we got their stories first before mm-hmm. we got uh, Avengers. Right. But we're going to get Justice League before we get Aquaman. And we're going to get Justice League before we get Flash. And even though a lot of people know who these characters are, what do we? I mean, what do you guys think about that? That we're getting, we're well, getting. Well, we still haven't got Black Widow or Hawkeye or Vision movie, or, so right. I don't think it's a. I don't think yeah, it's a those, detriment. Yeah, but those aren't like when you when you centerpiece around who the Avengers are. You know, they're obviously centerpiecing around Thor, the Hulk, Spider Man, the ones that actually have superpowers. Yeah, Thor. Well, yeah. Here's, so, the thing is, before Batman v Superman, we only had Superman. Right. So. So then that movie was supposed to be an introduction to Batman and an introduction to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. But we didn't really get to know Wonder Woman. That's why this one still feels like completely separate, even though it's obviously before Batman v Superman. Right. Because we didn't get to know her. I think it's after. Huh? It's after. What is? It's after Batman v Superman. Wonder Woman? How? Well, it's what? It, it technically is after, but she's remembering back. Oh, it's because she's remembering it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the modern day part. Because after. yeah, 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 the modern. I thought you were saying nineteen nineteen no, was after. <laughs> no, she gets the she gets the photo from Batman. Yeah, 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 okay. And that, remembers the, the photo. I'm sorry, the two minutes at the beginning and the two minutes at the hey, end. Hey, it made me remember after. that goddamn shitty film. So that's all it took. When she came out at the top of the tower and started walking to the left, I was like, Batman's gonna be perched on the. The no. rail, and then no one was there, no. and she's not even. It didn't even look like America. She's in Paris. Yeah, why is she in Paris? Because that's where she hides out. She's like a curator at some kind of like awesome she's at okay. the museum type thing. So how did she find out about Doomsday? What? Because she was in America then. That's that's what I'm saying. Because she after. found out about the picture, and then Bruce sent her the original picture. Yes, that's what she's seeing there. Why would it's, Bruce mail the picture, not hand deliver it? He didn't mail it. Important. He sent it. He sent it in his security oh God, security yeah. team. Yeah. That's still not as safe as Batman, is it not? <laughs> it's safer than it's safer than Batman if the only person that wants to steal it is Batman. That's true. I guess. So I mean, there it was Wayne Enterprises delivering it. I feel like it was safe enough. Yeah, it had anti yeah. devices. Anyway, great so, movie. It was great. 
I mean, it was definitely, if you've watched all the other DC movies to this point, God, go watch it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you even remotely liked Man of Steel or Batman v Superman. Well, even if you just watch them and hate them, watch it because it redeems DC. Yeah. It's a redemption deal. And the fact is, if you like good superhero movies, watch it. If you think you might watch DC movies, watch it. Yeah. It's just a watchable, it's a fun, good time. It's well acted. Music's incredible. Scenery's incredible. It's just a cool, it's just a cool riff. You need yeah. to have that as a soundbite, Desmond. Maybe. I'll I'll add it when Rose comes back. So when she goes on the tear, I can just be like, what do I do? Because I don't even know what I have. Uh, what, do we, what do we have right now? Let's find out. Uh, there's something unplayed. What do you think it is? It says unplayed? No, I, I haven't unplayed. Oh, here we go. Oh, well, that's it. Uh, My boy, we're pilgrims in an unholy land. Yes, Sean sir. from... Uh, Last Crusade. Right? Yes. It's Indiana Jones. Yes. 1989. I love Indiana Jones. So, no, don't do that. That's, <laughs> no, go ahead. Get it, turn it on loud. Turn I'm, not, I'm not doing anything. Turn your speakers up. I'm not well, doing dude. anything, Desmond. <laughs> but if you don't feel the 300 when you, when you hear that, uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's very right. snack. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's very Zack Snyder. And it's fantastic. And the shooting, this, the color palette's very Zack Snyder. Yeah. The the characters are very Zack Snyder. They are. The, the actions are very Zack Snyder. So it's just apparent that me at this point that like Zack Snyder needs to just hand things over to other people <laughs> and oversee them. Yeah. No, no. Seriously, because yeah. this was an amazing film and it felt like a Zack Snyder film, even though it wasn't Zack Snyder. Right. And I'm all for that. Because I'm he, all for that. He has a great eye. Yeah. You closed your eye when you said that. No, I was already closed. <laughs> anyway. It's one eye, Chris. He has a great eye. I don't need the other one open. Right. say eyes. You're, you're channeling your Zack Snyder. Ah! All right, then. Well, I think we're done. I, I think we are. There's no more podcasting Is to be done. Is there shouting outs? Yeah, we got to give a shout out to Banana Land. I can't. There's nothing up there for me to read. No, there's nothing up there. For All me. right. So there's uh, Nerd Soup. Nerd Soup. That's <laughs> Is not that a, one of them? That's uh, there's uh, Cult, Cult 45. I always say Cult 45. Cult 45. Boom. There's uh, the Epic Movie Guys. <laughs> Not on of this. <laughs> There's uh, uh, Noodle Rama cosplay. <laughs> not on our list. There's There's uh, not another <laughs> geek yogurt. <laughs> not a, it's two. Not another nerdy podcast and geek yogurt. Uh-huh. There's um, I'm closing my eyes and channeling my photographic memory. There's uh, uh, Dinner in a Pod. Dinner in a pod. There's um, superhero, superhero speak. Superhero speak. Let me take over for you. There's fans on patrol. So it was a podcast, not another nerdy podcast. Geek yogurt podcast. Superhero speak. Open all powers. Cult forty five and us. Nerdtest. And nerdify. Nerdify. Got some new ones. Ozzy and the Palm. Ozzy and the Palm. And you can go to nerdpodcastmafia.com and check us all out eventually because we're all still getting on there. But go yes. online, check out the hashtag nerdpodcastmafia. 
and you will find all the Nerdy Dozen. Also, check out the hashtag Nerdy Dozen. We're all 13 because that's a baker's dozen are hanging out. We are a baker's dozen of nerds. Oh. <laughs> like Willy Wonka. You know Willy Wonka makes nerds? Yes. All right. Baker's dozen of nerds. Come with me and you'll see a world of pure imagination. I don't know the rest of the words. Ah! And you'll find you can drink all the chocolate. Is that what he said? <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway. You know what? This is the second podcast I've had. This third podcast I've sang on. This really? Week. Yeah. It's nice. horrible. All right. Let's go. Well, thank you for listening. We'll get at Be you gone. next week. Goodbye. Be gone. See ya.